Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I am your host, Jake Sprague. I'm great. And uh, this is a podcast where I answer questions that people didn't ask of me. My guest today, no, it isn't my wife, you silly goose. My guest is uh, my hilarious great friend, Heather Woodward. Hi, hello. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really, really great. Uh, My first question for you is, do you like giving advice to people i really do really i really do i haven't noticed do you ever give me advice um i feel like i give you uh insight and hot takes sometimes (laughs) (laughs) Um, i don't know if i give you advice is there is there an area that you really like you love to sort of school people on Mm. oh that's a good question uh besides musical theater yeah (laughs) yes and let me tell you the amount of times I'm asked for advice on musical theater is never. <laughs> uh, uh, I like I like giving friend drama advice a lot. Oh yeah, but I'm also probably not very fun for that because I feel like all of my advice ends with like you gotta get away from that person. I but you know that that is almost always some of the best advice. Yeah, is wow this is horrible. You need to get away from this yeah. situation. Look, I don't want to uh, uh, end your podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do feel like the for most questions out there, uh, it's like if you're asking it. You know the answer. Oh. You, you just don't want to say it. You're 100% right. Yeah. I think most of the questions that we go through are people just hoping that someone out there will kind of just give them the little nudge they need to mm-hmm. go, no, you're not crazy. You're right. This has to end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they're all questions that are so absurd. Some That's like, you know, my fiance is sleeping with my dad in front of me. And I'm like, should I say something? <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Say no. Well, no. The answer is don't say something. Just leave. Yeah, get out of there. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to get away from that. That's not your fiance sleeping with your dad, that's buddy. That's not your fiance anymore. Um, Wood, I've got uh, what looked like a f- crazy one uh, from the title. Uh, this is from the Relationship Advice subreddit, and uh, sorry if I'm scooting uncomfortably close <laughs> to you. I just want to make sure that uh, okay. everyone can hear you. Great. Uh, here is our question. Is it a dick move to break up with my boyfriend right after he had brain surgery? (laughs) What do you think? What are your initial thoughts? Oh, boy. I mean, always at this at this stage, I need more info, more of context. Um, but knee jerk reaction, yeah, yeah, it's not good. Give it a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How? What kind of buffer do you? Because this is, I feel like this is a question I hear in many different forms, which is like, my boyfriend just lost a family member. Yes, we were heading towards a breakup. What do I do? Yeah, it's tough. I I think it depends on. Um, I do think you want to give some buffer time to soften the blow because also selfishly that is taking care of yourself a little bit because breakups are messy almost always. So some of it is like if you break up with this person when they're in like a very vulnerable position, you're also gearing yourself up for a shit breakup, not just doubling hurting this person. Yeah. 
It's it's not gonna be easier if to be like, by the way, I'm moving out. Right. Yeah. That's such an you know, that's such a great way to look at that because I hadn't even thought of it from the perspective of this breakup is going to be so much worse yep. if you do it right now. So you're almost like, because they're going to take all that energy and all that emotion out on yeah. you. Yeah, one-sided breakups, by which I mean like it's not two people shaking hands and being like, this wasn't working, we're yeah. going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, one-sided breakups are already hard and then add in like, and also my dad died. Yeah. Like, oh boy. I think th- it's... I guess it's morbid, but it's kind of like good advice to to say if you're thinking about breaking up with someone, you should do it because a family member of theirs might die (laughs) and you'll be stuck in that for even longer. You need to live in the present because at any moment, somebody else's family member might die. Yes. Uh, Okay, great. So obviously from the title, we're like, whoa. Uh, Yeah, it is a dick move. But of course, I think just, just by the fact that they asked the question... You'll see, like, oh, maybe there's a lot of reasons they should. Like, every single one, it's not like, you know, uh, I kind of like him, but things aren't working out. He's getting out, he's coming to right now. It's never that. It's always like horrible shit. Before he's out of the coma or not. Yeah. Um, Um, I'm sort of hoping only because it would in a very dark way make me laugh if it was like he cheated on me so much and then was like by the way tomorrow i'm getting this tumor removed (laughs) yeah right (laughs) um all right here we go uh i a 39 year old female have been with my boyfriend a 38 year old male for a year in late january i took him to the er after he had a seizure they found a brain tumor It was benign, thank God, but it was putting pressure on his brain and causing problems. We live in a rural area and had to go to a larger city in the next state over to meet with a neurosurgeon. The neurosurgeon said that although it wasn't cancerous, it would continue to grow and make his problems worse, so surgery was scheduled immediately. So, so far, so bad. Like, this is a bad situation, you've been with this person a year. Yeah, honestly, this is is going to be pretty shitty of me to say but honestly the thing that has stood out to me the most from this is that they're both almost 40 Mm. uh to me that is like you're a year into a relationship you guys are in in ripe uh uh, making serious decisions ages i'm not saying anyone has to get married at any point but you know typically the older you get the more you're like i know what i want when i want it relationships don't need to take as long to decide i'm gonna be with this person forever or you know yeah absolutely that very you're uh, never gonna be my life partner of course and uh, yeah the very different from two people in their 20s yes uh yeah because there are yeah where you i mean there's just the there's just the truth of the timeline of your life and it's like hey where are we where you know it's a lot of conversations like where is this relationship going but in your when you're 20 you can date someone for four years and never have a conversation about where is this relationship going it's just like we're 20 although now that i'm also thinking about it maybe it's not totally relevant to say that because they are both also past kind of like prime kid age Mm. not to say that they're never going to have them or adopt them or whatever but like sure my guess is that's not on the table so there's not really the same timeline pressure i mean you know with technology these days people are having babies 80 90 years old yeah uh you know and that's old 
for a baby to be. Yeah. You basically that basically is being born and then right to the grave, essentially a ninety-year-old baby. <laughs> You're saying uh, people are having ninety-year-old babies. I am. Okay, <laughs> I'm. I'm saying ninety-year-olds are having ninety-year-old babies. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so back to our story. Uh, he had to travel to the same state again for the surgery, but insisted that he didn't want me there. He said his parents and children and other family. Okay, so he's already had a family. It sounds like. Uh, he said that his parents and children and other family would be there, and then he wanted me to use the time I would be taking off work to help him recover once he got home. So okay, okay, um, uh, kind of odd that you wouldn't want your partner around for your brain surgery. Yeah, and if they're a year in, that's like right on the line. I would say, I would say, like this is a big scary thing. I imagine. You're only allowed to bring so many people around. Like, I don't think the hospital is like open doors. Um, so, how many comps do you think you get for a brain surgery? Comps? Um, probably not many, but you probably get like a lot of discount tickets, right? You think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's my brain surgery and I get very few comps, I would be upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's been texting and FaceTiming me sporadically while he was there, but not as much as one would expect when someone is confined to a hospital bed 24 hours a day. Mm. I just chalked up the fact that texting is probably difficult in his condition, etc. I am curious what his condition is. Yeah, I, I do. I don't know. That, I, that, that bumps me as person writing this you're being an asshole you think so yeah you're in a hospital and you're like he's not paying enough attention to me he's about to go through this thing that might kill him and he's not texting (laughs) yeah you're you're right um for whatever reason my brain was immediately just thinking like yeah why isn't he texting he's got nothing else to do i guess but also like if his kids and family is there that's a whole nother layer too. Yeah. It's like, it would be weird to be like, I'm here to see my dad who's getting brain surgery and he's always on his phone. He's texting his girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. That would be very weird. You're right. I, I, so far this person who's writing this is a monster. I agree with you. (laughs) That's not what I said. Yeah. But Um, I mean, it's where you're going. It is where I'm going. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like, I don't know. I can see, it's hard for me to see a, a situation Okay, to give the writer a little more benefit of the doubt, but still saying, like, this guy getting brain surgery is not wrong. Mm-hmm. I can see them freaking out, being thinking, I'm far away from him, I'm worried about him. So no amount of texting feels like the right amount. Yeah. Because you're panicked. You're yes. like, I just want to, I wish I was there with them. They're already feeling slighted. I, I kind of don't get that they're not there with them. I, I really do think that's bizarre. It does feel a little bit like... Why not one more thing? But I, I think also, like, if the relationship isn't, like, totally as solid, maybe, then for him to be like, I'm focusing on staying alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you on the other side. That yeah. That doesn't seem totally unreasonable. Do you think this is one of those situations where she thinks they've been dating a year and he thinks they've been <laughs> dating two months or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? She's like, he's been my boyfriend for so long. And mm-hmm. he's like... We saw each other three times over six months. Yeah. And finally we started seeing each other regularly. And then like on like a fourth date, he had a seizure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I mean, that's possible. It could, it could be. Okay. Um, let's see. However, this morning, I received a Facebook message from a woman. Ooh, <gasps> baby. I received a Facebook message from a woman who said she had been seeing him for several months and that she just found out about me 
at the hospital. Oh, I nailed it. <laughs> oh, my God. He did just cheat on her a bunch right yep. before that seizure. Uh, she took him to the hospital for surgery, and she's been staying in the hospital with him every night. Holy shit. This is... I couldn't... Uh, this is so fun. No reality TV is as good as this question. <laughs> this is insane. She lives in the same city where the hospital is. <laughs> This brain tumor is starting to sound pretty <laughs> convenient to me. Oh, it's a brain tumor? Oh, you need a neurologist? <laughs> oh, sorry, there are no brain surgeons in our small town. Uh, yeah, sure, buddy. Okay. You need to go to the next largest city with the best brain <laughs> surgeon on this side of the eastern seaboard. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, uh, psych. Uh, he's been traveling to see her while telling me he's been somewhere else for business. Obviously, I'm devastated. Obby. I really want to dump his ass, but... This is a weird way to talk about that. I really want to dump his ass. <laughs> uh, but under the circumstances, I question whether or not I should. I feel like brain surgery is a big enough deal that he'll actually need some real help when he gets home. Uh-uh. Oh, boy. And I wonder whether or not my hurt feelings should outweigh that. So this isn't done, but... <sighs> Where we're at now? This is tough because... Part, okay, like picking apart what she's saying a little bit. She's like, she's presenting it as I'm going to be so selfless that even though this person is cheating on me and probably doesn't want to continue a relationship with me, I will stick <laughs> and around. Never dating her and maybe either. was never fully dating <laughs> oh. her. I will stick around and help him recover from brain surgery. Um, but I'm like thinking... Do you really want to do that? Or do you sadly still want to try to save this relationship and you don't really care about taking care of this person as much as you care about trying to somehow get this relationship back? I think it's that. I think you're 100% right. It sounds a little desperate. I mean, the whole thing sounds a little a little needy, a little desperate. Yeah. I mean, it- the brain surgery was like a real cry for help. <laughs> pay attention to me (laughs) well yeah and now the texting thing makes so much more sense he's not texting her so much because he's with this other woman yeah i'm Uh, surprised he facetimed at all yeah that's a bold move yeah uh uh i I hope i'm writing it all out in my head (laughs) i hope that he was like heavily sedated and then was like, oh, I've got to FaceTime my girlfriend. And the other woman is sitting in the room. And she's like, who are you talking to? Who are you FaceTiming? He's just playing with a blank phone, obviously. <laughs> that's how she finds out. Oh, man. Um, that's so wild. I, I, Man, this poor woman. If she, he didn't have anyone, if there was no parents, no family, no, she pointed out there's no friends, she says, he's going to need some serious help recovering. And I'm the only person. Mm-hmm. Then I would go, oh, God, I see why that's that's a weird situation to be in. Yeah. And this is someone you have feelings for. You're dealing, you're wrestling with the, mm-hmm. I was cheated on. She is, it sounds like not by far, the only person in his life, including his maybe actual girlfriend. Uh, I feel like if you cheated on, first of all, he's got family. So that's, you're not leaving him in the dust. And they, they I'm assuming this has gone I know it's not like an easy thing to recover from, but it sounds like it was a, a successful surgery. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. You cheated on me. Not my problem. Yeah, this is so tough, right? Because it's not 
it's not like a marriage yeah. where in like a scenario, you and I are married. We've been married for years. We have a family. Jake, I just want to be clear. I, we are not married. Uh, okay. No, it's not everyone who co-hosts this show is your wife. I don't want to get into this, but we're married. No. See, that's what I said. No. Uh, it, it, at some point. It's just going to have to be agree to disagree, right? See, no, like, that's not how it works. I, I have a husband. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, not, moi. It's, no, it's not you. Okay? Well, I was say. you know right. my husband. You officiated my wedding. I, I can't I, remind you of that enough. I'm going to. I hate doing this because it makes me look bad. But you're being crazy. Yeah, see, and you sound crazy. Also wrong. And people, <laughs> people will say you're crazy. Uh, no. And I won't edit this out <laughs> because I have integrity, and my integrity won't let me not let you seem crazy. But I want to drop it for the sake of the show. Sure. And for, honestly, how you will be perceived. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do now. You I do. setting up a hypothetical situation. <laughs> a hypothetical. Where we are yes. married. Um, it, it feels like if you are in a situation where you're married and you've been married for years and that person kind of steps out on the relationship and... The relationship is like in that weird, awful place where it's not fully done because you maybe have, you know, kids or something Mm -hmm. together and then they get sick. It's like, I think you're around for that. Yeah. I think you are. I'm not saying you you have to be. You're allowed to, you know, leave. But I think you're around for that. This situation, though, I feel like you wanting to be around for this person is like a little sad. Yeah. Like this relationship's done. Leave this dude. It feels a little delusional. Right? Yeah. It feels like I'm going to nurse him back to health. Yeah. It's either one of two things. Like you're, maybe you will nurse him back to health and that will fix the relationship a bit, but you'll Ooh. never forget that he cheated on you. Yeah. And he'll be like, I have to go get a checkup back in that big city. And like, <laughs> you, you stay here. Like you'll- More surgeries. <laughs> more brain surgeries, really? really? feels like you're getting a brain surgery every week. Um <laughs> And you're only getting brain surgeries after work. <laughs> I was just out with my friends late doing a brain surgery. Uh, I Yeah, so I think you won't trust this person yeah. well. I don't know. I think you'll be taking care of this person the whole time. And you'll be resenting them because when you are... Maybe this is just me. This sounds bad. But some sometimes when you're like taking care of someone for a while... Uh, you're just kind of like they, they give you a little attitude you're like hey fuck you because i'm being so nice to you yeah uh so i think you'll start to resent that person maybe just a little bit because of that dynamic and then in huge amounts because of the cheating yeah you'll just this will be awful you yeah. taking care of this person and also though she was not invited to the hospital i know why does she think she's number one caregiver then yeah She's, it, it feels, it feels so, I know, so wrong. It feels like whether or not she found out he was cheating before he needed to go in for brain surgery, Mm -hmm. she was still going to say, oh, let's work on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're not in that deep. A year's not that long. Get out. I'll tell you who might need brain surgery is the guy. Who had Brain surgery? Yeah. You thought I was going to go with a girl. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. That was a hard uh, misdirect. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like brain surgery is a big enough deal. He'll actually need help when he gets home, and I wonder whether or not my hurt feelings should outweigh that. Should I still help him recover, or should I tell him that I know and leave? He'll have friends and family who will help him if I don't. 
It just feels so mean, though. Ugh, I don't know. Please help. Meaner than being cheated on? (sighs) Yeah, what's meaner? Cheating on someone or not helping them recover from brain surgery? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, brain surgery is... It feels meaner, but... (laughs) It feels like there's, this is just so tough. There's a reason. There's a reason you're not around. It's not like you're just going on like a trip. Yeah. You're like, no, it's a, I told you. It's like a girl's trip. (laughs) And if he were alone, I think it would be mean. But he's not alone. She says outright, he's got other people that'll be there for him. So what are you supposed to do? Wait on him hand and foot for this guy that can't even be faithful? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you said it best just with the, you're not the one at the hospital. Yeah. If he didn't need you in the before stuff, he doesn't need you in the after. It just feels like he would be using you. Like, yes. 100%. And you, you would be like allowing yourself to be used. I don't even know. <sighs> when we started this, I know the thought is like, how do you break up with someone who just had brain surgery? But I think, I think you kind of got to just go. Yep. I and I am a uh, scorned woman myself. I've been cheated on in the past, and that's like no, Heather. That was a hypothetical I was setting up about you and I being married and me stepping on in the relationship. Right, I am doing... not referring to you. I'm referring oh. to my real past. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't be because I just kind of figured out this whole you and I are not married thing, and now yeah, you wrestled that. So I had to. Ex- I thought I needed to explain something to you. <laughs> okay, no. Tell you who needs brain surgery. It's the man from this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but so I maybe I'm coming at it hot, but I do feel like I don't know it. Me. Finding out that I had been cheated on, mm-hmm. if then he was also like, well, this is bad timing because I got to get brain surgery tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I still would have been like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I hope the brain surgery uh, uh, fixes whatever's wrong in your brain, you fucking asshole. Now I'm coming What if it did? And he was like- What if it fixed what was, was wrong was in his it. brain and the doctor brings you into a room and they're like, this is unusual, <laughs> but it was leaning heavily on the part of the brain that resists- commitment Mm. in fact now that the tumor's gone he's here to propose to you (laughs) what would you do i would and the doctor's like this is real like he he has a chart and there's like (laughs) statistics there's like little arrows that points at different parts of the brain Mm. and one says like commitment and he's Mm -hmm. like that's right where it was um you know still hard to get that image of being cheated on out of your head he was he had a tumor pressing only on this area. If the doc- was he weird in any other area? Well, what in my situation? Are yeah, we talking for real. Hmm? Yeah, he was a stone cold fucking weirdo. Yeah, in what way? Uh, uh, oh boy, we're gonna really get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. No I matter mean, I what you would have said, sociopath, and I was too oh. young to clock it. But ooh, a uh, sociopath. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are charming. Oy. Okay, so uh, the question, should I help him recover? I think we're both thinking no. No, he's got other people, not your job. He's not there for you before. Mm-hmm. He didn't want you there for the, like, he had a tumor in him. I assume he needs help then, too, and he did not take it from her. Right. No way. Also, if she wasn't invited to the hospital and this other woman was, that says to me 
that other woman's not the other woman. That's the girlfriend. Right, but... Because his family's around and met oh, her. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You do not bring your mistress around to your family. So then what is the woman that he is essentially living... Because, like, these two actually yeah, live in the same together? area. You know what? I don't remember if they're living together. I think this other woman is, like... And if she writes the Facebook message, that means she doesn't know. Yeah. We live in a rural area. I don't know. This sweet, sweet woman doesn't realize she's the mistress. Yeah. Boy. Boy, oh boy. So then the next kind of question is, does she play like brain games with him? Go on. Well, if she's <laughs> she's like been screwed over in this situation... Oh, so, does she go for vengeance? Does she go for vengeance? Does she do that thing where you kind of like convince someone that they're losing their mind a little bit after brain surgery? <laughs> she toys with his reality. Yeah, like, um, oh, here, I'll give you an example of how you could a, do it. A mean like, hey, how are you bitch. doing today? Hey. Hey, uh, is everything... Oh, I see you're watering the lawn here. Yeah, yeah. You know you watered the lawn earlier, right? Today? No. Chris, this is the fifth time that you've come out and watered the lawn in the exact same way. No, that can't, that's not right. I was, I was, I slept in and then I... Chris, I, I have video food. of it. You have video? Can I see the video? No, it's, I'm, it's rendering. Stu, <laughs> it's, it's rendering right now. <laughs> that's a high def video. Though. Yeah, Did you it's taking you a while. Is that, yeah. what, what are you rendering? Are you... <laughs> <laughs> I put... I, the, you know that I'm trying to get into editing and stuff like that. I so anytime know. I shoot something, I get it up, I put it in Final Cut, and I start playing with it. Okay, so it's rendering still. Look, you're really... You're, you're not doing well, okay? This brain surgery <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> um, Flawless plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a vindictive bitch, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said that about you. Yeah. You yeah. should see some text threads that you're not on. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. yeah. You should see what other people say. Are you playing a game Still with me now? Scroll. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, nobody what? wants to be talked... You know, I, nobody I, wants to be talked about that way. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh... I, boy, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it depends on how bad the situation is, but I do think the high road is to say, you know what, uh, I, ooh, okay, wait, here's how I would do it okay. as scorned woman. Perfect. Um, and would, uh, I love shitty power play moves where you're like, I'm being so good here, it's really going to make you feel extra guilty. Mm. So I would say, you know what? I thought I was going to do this a whole different way, but because you're recovering, I'm just going to be honest with you. I know you're cheating on me, and uh, I know you probably need help, but I hope your family is there for you. We are going to break up because, oh boy, all the things I was going to do to get back at you, I'm not going to do. So then he's all paranoid too, and then he's like, oh, what was she going to do? Yeah. And, and also, so, oh boy, she let me off the hook. But did she? Yeah. That's, it's very you're right. Very high road, very Michelle Obama of you. Mm, thank you. I like that. When they go low, we go high, mm-hmm. you know. Uh but very it's also, Barack Obama. It's not Michelle in that uh I am also trying to lay some guilt on. 
Oh, no. Um, Michelle would be better than me. M- Michelle would handle this so much better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd uh, be a real class actor. I don't know. It. I kind of think I would handle it better than Michelle. <laughs> you think you're better than Michelle Obama? I just... Jake Sprague, you think you're better than Michelle Obama? I think I would handle this situation better than Michelle or Barack Obama. <laughs> gotcha. And you know what else I think about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you're right. I think that's such a great way to handle it. It like you get you get to lay a little bit of guilt on, but you've gotta you need to leave, girl. Yeah. You gotta go. Yep. It's get like the out. movie Gone Girl. You just have to girl, disappear. You gotta get gone. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta disappear like Gone Girl. Yep. So the first three, four minutes of Gone Girl. Oh yeah, that's not what it's really She about. was just gone. Yeah. Ben Affleck um, came home and she was gone. You shouldn't compare this situation. This is a gone classic girl. Gone Girl. No. See you later. You should see the rest of that movie. I don't have time. Okay. I usually see the first few minutes of a movie and I kind of get what's going on. Uh, see, that's uh, 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 traditionally the first 10, even 20 minutes of a movie are setting up uh, mm-hmm. uh, the groundwork for so big For changes. what essentially the movie is the whole time. No, well, no, they're, they're setting up what we will change from. Yeah. So uh, uh, really the first 10 minutes are probably the worst to watch because it's never that. going to be like the first 10 minutes again. You kind of get what's happening in movies, right? Like Back to the Future, you know? We get it. He goes to high school. He plays his music loud. End of story. Who yeah, cares? That's not the end of the story. A lot happens. Pretty much. That's... I don't think you've even met Doc Brown by then. No, it's mainly just the kid. Uh, yeah, that's a... You're... It doesn't matter what characters or situations they could throw at that. I know he's going to go plug in his guitar into some big speakers and play it loud. Uh, I get how that movie's going to play out. Okay. What do you think happens in Back to the Future based on the first few minutes only? I'm guessing he plugs his guitar in, plays his music loud. The, the speakers kind of like knock him against the wall. And then he kind of, maybe somebody comes over, maybe this uh, Doc Brown character you're talking about. And sure. he goes, hey, um, I have some speakers at my house. Okay. Do you want to plug in and play there? And he says, I don't see why not. Okay. Makes his way over to that house, plugs in, plays loud, knocks himself against the wall. Doc says, this is unbelievable. Another guy comes in. We'll call him um, Doc uh, purple. They're not all doc doctors <laughs> with colored names. Oh, it's a doctor. Oh, he's a he's like that a, might have been a first name. No. So then this guy goes, I got a I got even more speakers, and then uh, you know the mayor comes by and says, you know we uh, we got to shut this down. <laughs> So let me. So there he goes. We gotta shut this down. Or no, we do we meet a mayor, principal, or whatever comes okay. by. He goes, we gotta shut this down. Okay, school dance. Yada, yada. Will you play at the school dance? Okay. And he says, you know, I'm going to need a whole hell of a lot of speakers. So Okay, so let me, wait, uh, let me cam- just. Probably a lot of big celebrity cameos of him up. going to different people and getting speakers. Cool. Let me just sum up uh, how you think Back to the Future goes. Mm-hmm. In a town filled with multiple people named Doc. Something. S- something or other with and a, a principal yeah a kid who plays music loud mm-hmm. goes from house to house plugging into multiple big speakers sure the principal comes to someone's house <laughs> yeah to tell them it's too much it's too much but we're gonna need you to play the dance but then he plays the dance and then how's he gonna get there he's got to play his guitar so loud that he flies himself to the dance okay this is a new element yeah now uh, I want to ask where does the phrase uh, that the title mm-hmm. is Back to the Future come in? Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Maybe there's someone named Future? 
Doc Future. Possibly. And they have to go back to the future. Maybe they forget something at his house. Ah, uh, is it a speaker? It's likely. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, we were just talking about this person needs to run. Sure. Run, 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 run. When we first posed this, is it a dick move to break up with my boyfriend right after brain surgery? We thought, oh yeah, it's yeah. going to be a dick move. And now we think, nope, you can do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heather, thank you so much for doing this. Where can people find out interesting things about you? Uh, Instagram? Yeah, great. What's your Instagram? At Woodward Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at Heather Woodward. Okay. There's too many Heather Woodwards for that. Someone took it? Yeah, there's a lot of Heather Woodwards, which also you can find out stuff about me on my professional website, www.ihattheotherheatherwoodwards.com. Oh, that's great. Thank you. That's my uh, web address. Have you ever met one of the other Heather Woodward? Uh, not in person, but uh, when I was in third or fourth grade, uh, my school was having one of those uh, like wrapping paper drives. Did you mm-hmm. ever have those? Where yeah. It's like you bring home a catalog fill, and it's all wrapping paper and candy, and you're mm-hmm. trying to trying to get people to trying to like buy sell it door to door and shit. Yeah, I don't know what you that's give up about. right away. Yeah. Yep. I always sold like one roll to my parents who felt bad mm-hmm. uh, that no one would buy anything from me. So uh, when the order came in, there was a holiday card with it. And it was from someone who worked at that company who was like, uh, I just saw your name on the order and I thought it was amazing. My name is also Heather Woodward. Whoa. Uh, I hope you're having a great holiday season. Uh, and I found the card. I saved it. I found it recently when I went home and was going through some stuff. And then another time, there was, when I was living in New York doing musical theater, I went to sign in at an audition, uh, and I signed in with the monitor, and they said, you can't sign in, you've already signed in. What? And I said, no, I didn't. And they said, yeah, Heather Woodward's on here. And I said, well, I didn't. And they were like, oh, it must have been another Heather Woodward. There's another Heather Woodward? Another Heather Woodward in New York doing musical theater at the same time as me. And we both went to the open call of Little Mermaid on Broadway. That would make me so furious. I was so furious. And then on like Actors Access, when I had first tried, I knew something was up because when I first tried to sign up, they were like, your username's going to be your first initial and your last name. And it wouldn't give it to me, so I had to call them. Well, that could have been a Hank Woodward. Well, right? And they were like, oh, no, yeah, sorry. It means uh, somebody else probably already has it. You, you could be H. Woodward 2. Oh, not <laughs> even H. Woodward 1. Yes! Holy shit. Yeah, so mad. Um, so then I started calling the unions once every six months to say, like, is my name still available? And they were like, yeah, because you can't have two of the same name in a union. Uh, and I beat her to it. I got that name. Good for you. Yeah. Wow. Deal with it, Heather Woodward. Um, man, I, I don't even like someone else with my first name. You don't like other Jakes? No. And that's a pretty common name. There are so many of them around. I can it's think so of... annoying when someone else is like, there's another Jake. Hey, wait, I'm yeah, gonna, no, I'm there gonna, isn't. I'm going to look at my contacts right now and see how many Jakes I have in there. Better be one. Okay. One, two, three. <sighs> this is real. This is not a callback to this bit from earlier. Uh, I have dated at least two Jakes in my life. Whoa. Yeah. Both like in high school time, but. Oh yeah, that's when you dated Jake. Yeah, yeah. They're all named Jake back then. Mm. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven. One wow. of them is you. I got seven Jakes in my phone. Hmm. They're all Jake's break too. That's I, what's weird. That is weird. I got to give you maybe a, 
I gotta get a home phone. If I get a home phone, you can put Jake home. That doesn't solve the problem of me no, searching it, Jake. But it helps me. I I have more <laughs> land. Yeah. Yeah. You you take more a of home. a footprint. Yeah, in sure. your phone. I mean, not really. It's I I always just put it in by name. Yeah. I'm even realizing I'm missing a couple of Jakes in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Heather. Uh, this has been a little slice of wonderful. Uh, thank you for doing it. Thanks for having me. I'll tell you who needs brain surgery. The man from... The man with the tumor. Yeah, from the story, absolutely. Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>